This is uh, day zero of Comic-Con International in San Diego, 2008. This is Derek McCaw, uh, editor-in-chief of FanboyPlanet.com, and this would be episode 99.1 or 100.1 of the Fanboy Planet podcast, depending on when Rick posts episode 100. Anyway, I'm here in the hotel room with Lon Lopez. Hello, loyal listeners out there. I, I like that. That's nice. And uh, we have a special guest who will be podcasting with us throughout the weekend. And uh, we will have uh, photographs up later. Lon took uh, several photographs. For Go you. Go ahead. Talk about, you know. Did it for you. Your combat. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, I... How many elbows I took to the head and... People I get bumped into to take those pictures. How many, Lon? Like two. Wow. Well, that's okay. Uh, we'll also have after the convention, I'm sure, photographs from Jeff Berman, who has uh, traditionally taken photographs for us, and uh, maybe a couple of other contributors. I've heard some other people uh, that our listeners say that they were going to uh, take photos. I'm not going to say who, just in case they end up not. Sending photos. Know who they are? That's what matters. We'll hunt them down later. Okay, so it is uh, well for me, kind of a strange con. This is the first time uh, I've actually got a booth, not for Fanboy Planet, but as uh, one of my now a direct a member, director of marketing of Catastrophic Comics uh, in booth two one zero nine at uh, on the floor there, and so I uh, set up a booth and I kind of had to stay at the booth all night, uh, so I. I didn't really get a chance to walk around preview night. So I'm going to have to turn to uh, you, Lon. Tell me what were the highlights. What are the things that you think, uh, if people are still coming and listen to this, uh, what should they be looking out for? Well, let's just say this. I was only able to attend about three-quarters of the floor today. But, of course, it's preview night, so it's one of those things where the, the floor is only open for three hours from six to nine. So you're lucky if you get half the floor. Um, lots to see. Lots of, you know, um, here's the one thing I noticed that I thought was strange. Uh, a lot of people immediately in line for, li- like, rabid animals for whatever free swag or whatever they could get, not knowing that they've allotted for swag for, you know, Thursday, for Friday, for Saturday. Preview night brings out just this weird thing on people that don't, Understand. I mean, yeah, I know you want to get that con exclusive, and I know you want to go, but, you know, you, if you're here for all the four days, whatever, you know, if you're going to be, you'll find that stuff tomorrow in a yeah. less stressful environment, and, you know what I mean, it's like people were just long lines around thing, and you walk by, you're like, what are you guys waiting in line for? Oh, we want to, you know, get a sticker, or, you know what I mean, or something. It's just Ooh. Like, yeah, but, but I mean, there was some cool swag. I mean, I saw people walking around with Spider-Man masks and uh, those were cool. Um, headbands for the Lost Boys and for something else. Uh, That's a big winner. <laughs> um, uh, apparently so. Um, and uh, a big fragging bag that I want. I want to try to get one for Rick. So. Oh, for sci-fi? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, Rick only had it if you post episode 100. <laughs> yes, but uh, yeah, lots of cool. I noticed they were giving out uh, inflatable. Gray castle, gray skull swords. Swords, yeah. So I got to get my hand on one of those tomorrow. Okay, and uh, once again, Warner Brothers has a bag comparable to their huge swag bag with Wonder Woman on it. Wonder Woman on one side, and oh, doggone! Um, I can't remember what I saw on the other side. I think it was like a mismatch of stuff. Veronica Mars, I think. Oh, was it? it was like a celebration. So it's a chick bag, is what you're saying. 
uh, I'm okay with that. Oh. It was a very big functional bag, and clearly what inspired sci-fi is big fracking bag. Uh, sure, although the big fracking bag, not... It's like a plastic bag, not a... Uh, not that strange plasticized cloth that last year was, yeah. Uh, it's not a woven mesh that'll, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, other cool stuff on the floor, I mean, you know, basically, it's if you went last year, it's essentially the same, almost the same layout. You know, one side is vendors, the other, you know, middle, like, center is movie and TV-centric, and then the studios are there. On the outside fringes, you've got Artist Alley and more vendors and video games galore. But, I mean, stuff that I already saw that impressed me was the giant Castle Grayskull at the Mattel booth, which was awesome. Yeah, yeah, swing by there. Um, Also, for fans of the Watchmen movie, meaning Watchmen... The movie. And the movie. Um... They had the actual, looks like the actual replica of the... Of Night Owls. Night Owls mobile or flying... Night Owls ship, yeah. Which was just really cool to look at. And um, other than that, you know, it was crowded. I will say this much. Okay, please do. those of you who heard the podcast last year, I was very cranky. And, but this year I knew what to expect, so I was less cranky. I beg, I've seen Lon smile several times tonight. Yes, I was prepared this time, so I knew what I was getting myself into. But I will say this much, for as crowded and nuts as the people were being, it was still just a cool vibe. No, I didn't notice any friction between people. People were just being fans and liking it. I mean, I did bump into a couple people who weren't paying attention where they were going, but it was still that, hey... We're all here, we're having a good time, and, you know, so you can't, you know, hey, fandom's, you know, got good manners and, and presence, and, you know, hooray for that. So. I'd say, yeah, maybe what I'd noticed from the booth perhaps was a lot more polite fandom than we've had in some time. And, you know, that's what we need to survive this thing. Okay? <laughs> we're all in this together, people. Absolutely, and in fact, in this together for the very first time, Tim Watson, employee of Elusive Comics and Games in 2725 El Camino Real, Suite 104, Santa Clara, California. No, you keep telling me it's got to switch to Suite 104. Anyway, so, Tim. Yeah. You've already broken the cardinal rule. Don't correct, Derek. Uh, and second of all, here we are. This is your first time at Comic Con, so we've got Lon's take now. Correct, sir. And, and you? It's been hectic. Got a ton of people down there. Ton of people. What's impressed you the most? What has scared you the most? What are your feelings, Tim? Yo, know, I was like in the, the Street Fighter Four booth for uh, Capcom. Okay. I was thinking that booth. So yeah, you're more you're you're really a video gamer. So this yeah. is your convention, maybe very video game oriented, right? Probably. Yeah. There was disappointment on Tim's part because he thought there was uh, GI Joe the movies, GI Joe the action yeah, figure here. The Hasbro. That's all right. That's all right. Okay, so you just already found it hectic for three hours, and um, we're looking forward to tomorrow. What's your big, what's your big thing? Just hang out and see what the first day is actually going to be like. <laughs> yeah, because Tim actually got just a tiny little taste tonight, and absolutely. And I tried to explain to him all. We kind of came home. We were a little tired, you know, because we walked a little bit. And I told him, dude, that was just preview night, and that was only three. Oh, well. Yeah, granted, we did have to wait in line for about an hour and a half, maybe about an hour. But, uh, you know, it's only three hours, you know what I mean? So imagine what a full ten-hour day is going to do. You know? Yeah, yeah, so we'll see you tomorrow. But uh, one last thing we did tonight. And, some, and I attribute it to the magic of Comic-Con. 
the magic of coming. What do you mean by magic? It's enervating, exhausting. It is, but at the same time, it, it'll slap you in the face. It's kind of like an abusive husband, you know what I mean? Like, it'll kind of, you know, rough you up a little bit, and at the end of the day go, look, baby, I still love you, because I love kids. And so... I'm sure that the Comic-Con organizers would love to, to hear that. But we were fortunate enough, thanks to our credentials... Because, you know, I've got credentials now. Um, yeah. We got to see... We saw a dandy movie. That's right. Uh, tonight we... <laughs> thank you, Mr. Carvey. <laughs> tonight uh, we got to see a screening of Tropic Thunder with a oh, special... you saw Tropic Thunder. I was talking about Mamma Mia. Oh, yeah, that was dandy, too. Uh, but uh, with a special filmed uh, for Comic-Con introduction by the wow, that was cool. three stars, Ben Stiller, Jack Black, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And all pandering to the fanboy audience. Which I've seen similar things done before. Um, but uh, this this was funny, and, and uh, certainly uh, Downey uh, played up the Iron Man connection. What did he nice. say? He said something like, he's like... Well, first he was going to give away, if you bought the DVD, you'd be entered into a contest to, to win the helmet. So that was the first pander. He just said, I'll come hang out with you as Tony Stark. Well, uh, he promised something more. And then he said, he's like, and I, and I bet you, or he's like, I'll, I'll go up in you. <laughs> yeah, I'll go up in you as Tony Stark. That's what would kill me. Yeah, right. like. um, and, you know, one of those weird moments where Jack Black seemed like the most normal of the of the three, which always... He's definitely playing the straight man, which... Yeah. You don't see very often. Which he did. Now, Studio uh, Paramount would probably prefer that we not say a whole heck of a lot about Tropic Thunder tonight, except, uh, you know, we'll have a written review in a couple of weeks when it actually is uh, coming out. But Look for it on Moron Life, because I'll post it, baby. Yeah, well, we'll cross-post. You can write it, though. That's fine by me. Oh, what? Yeah. Hey, you heard it here, folks. Lon Lopez <laughs> volunteered to write the Tropic Thunder review for... Uh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. But the point, but you say right now, I mean, this... It's almost a shame it's coming out, like, August 14th, I think, or August 16th. 14th or 15th. Yeah, and... Man, this would have killed in June. Oh, yeah. No, this is... This should have started the summer. This is the, the one thing I noticed was that this is... It's total summer comedy. And maybe they think from the last couple of years they, they let all the drama and big, you know, action movies go in the beginning. And they usually have been waiting for August to debut the big summer comedy at last year. Well, yeah, Superbad. Superbad was late August, okay. yeah. So, uh, you know, we haven't uh, had a chance to see Pineapple Express yet, but, I, I, you know, I, I can't imagine that Pineapple Express, honestly, is going to be funnier than what we saw tonight. What all the pre-reviews are saying is saying it's pretty damn funny. So. Sure, but, but, but Tropic Thunder... Had us all giggling and squealing like I, I think I, I burst a blood vessel in my brain laughing so hard at I this. I felt it. I felt it all over me. You know, and... and it was blood, right? It, I hope so. Uh, it, it reminded me of, of seeing Dodgeball for the first time, where I I, th- I, I laughed really hard at Dodgeball, and then Tro- Tropic Thunder revived that feeling. And there were scenes there I just couldn't believe they did. And uh, so it's a it's a very worthy beginning to Comic Con for me. Even though I didn't get to walk around the floor, I got to see Tropic Thunder tonight, and that was worth it. We, it was fun. Fun on our first night, whereas opposed to last year. You know, we were back here, the hotel at two in the morning. Grousing, yeah, yeah. So it's already a start to a good 
That's right. Experience. Well, let's we'll find out what happened with day one uh, tomorrow night. And then you can also, hopefully, if we get these things up by tomorrow morning, you'll see some video and pictures from the convention. And we wish you were here with us, but since you can't be, you'll get the next best thing. A little on Lopez. Moron Life fanboy experience. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. You may have to go to moronlife.com tomorrow. It may be a while before I can cross-post the photos on the Fanboy Planet. I wish I could. But unfortunately, the one place, though I have power to my booth, the one place that the uh, Wi-Fi does not work in Comic-Con is, is, the, is the exhibition hall entirely. You can, you can get it in any of the conference rooms, but uh, not in, in the hall. Which is weird. Anyway, so uh, yeah, Tim's not really going to be uh, participating all that much. Clearly, um, he's a man of few words because he only knows a few. And uh, we'll be uh, coming back at you tomorrow night with the podcast, ninety-nine point two or one hundred point two. The Quiet Storm. That is Lon Lopez. All right, this is Derek McCall, editor in chief of FanboyPlanet.com. And for the night, I say, use your powers only. Oh. For good. Good.